0: All right, welcome to my official
1: author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I have the honor to introduce Miss London Lorray, a nine-year-old public school student who has already read more than 250 books in less than 60 days and counting. And her target is to read 1,000 books before her 10th birthday, which is on January the 8th, 2020. London's Readathon is an initiative that was formed to encourage children to fall in love with reading while raising money to provide books to homeless or less fortunate children who have never owned a book before. The London's Readathon mission is to empower children of all ages to discover their educational identity through literacy, the arts, and sciences, and service. London has said, and I'm quoting this superstar right here, I truly believe that I can do anything, and 1,000 books is just the beginning, and I believe that is so true, so everybody let's welcome London to the show, hey London, hi guys, thank you so much for having me all right, so London, you gotta tell the audience all about you.
2: Okay, so here's a little bit about me. I'm funny, I'm smart, and I love to read a lot. A few of my favorite things to do is pearl or knit, sew, read, jump rope, and go out, and eat, and sleep. There's a lot of stuff I like to do. <laughs> um, my favorite foods are my, my my grandma's fried dumpling, salt fish. I like Indian food, Jamaican food, Mexican food, just like food, and uh, I like going to my church. It's really, really fun and that's that too. But for the readathon, I just wanted to read a thousand books to help little, ki- to help kids. All I wanted to do is help kids because I see a lot of, a lot of people on the street and I just want to help.
1: And you know the power of books. Yeah. And is this, so that's what led you to this work is because you were seeing people and you felt like how can I help people? What really led you to this work? Like, what was your inspiration? My inspiration
2: was that I learned that kids never own books. Some kids never owned books before.
1: And do you, do you feel like by you doing the readathon, every time you read, so let people know about it, every time you read a book, you're hoping to give a book away.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And was, was that your goal from the very beginning, or was it just like, oh, I'm going to read a thousand books and then it turned into the readathon, or did you know that in your mind, like from the beginning?
2: From the beginning.
1: Awesome. I love that serving spirit that you have. I think that's truly amazing. So, what challenges have you had? Like when you first started the journey of starting the readathon, what were some things that really challenged you at the beginning?
2: Uh, actually, I didn't have a lot of challenge. I didn't really even have any challenges. I just have to keep good at doing my goals.
1: See, and so setting—so you're saying you are a goal setter. And I've seen your videos where you do Word of the Week, too.
2: Yes, I do Sunday stories, and I do letters,
1: And so, with you having that media presence, with you being on your website, and it's ticking how many books you're reading, does that help you stay on your goals? What's helping you stay motivated to read?
2: Well, Mom puts stickers on the wall every single time, and I have to read the sentences every single day.
1: Awesome. I love that sticker idea. What are your stickers look like?
2: They're several sparkly soul here. And they say, "London is London will and London
1: can." Oh, I love it. I love it. So much. Okay, so that's a good tip. So all of you out there listening, if you need some motivation, stickers work, even for us adults, even for high school students, <laughs> and especially for third graders. All right, so what is your first memory of reading?
2: Wow. Um, my first memory of reading is when I was three and I read a book called Macy's Bedtime
1: oh wow three years old were you always carrying a book around with you or was it like bedtime nighttime with mom or was how was that routine for you when you were so I young the nighttime before I go
2: to bed. oh and this is the book right here
1: you still have it I know that book I'm so glad you showed it because I was thinking do I know Maisie's and now I see the cover I know that book yeah. yeah, you're going to have to keep it. So the first book I ever read, and I don't remember how old I was. I might have been four or five, but it was called 10 Apples Up on Top. And they kept stacking all these apples on top of their head. And I still have that book. And I'm an old lady. I'm in my 40s and I still have my first book. That I read so I want you to always keep that book with you to, to remind you where you started.
2: Okay, so who,
1: who's helped you the most in achieving your dreams?
2: My mom.
1: Yeah so mom's helped you with this big growing business. You've got a wonderful <laughs> You've got a wonderful business going on, third grader. You've got a nonprofit organization out there. So your mom, how's your mom helped you? So I said I wanted to do
2: it. And after a little bit of discussion, he said, okay. So then she started going on the computer every day and got up at four o'clock to make the website and do the business and call all her friends to help too
1: see there we go so let's thank your mom like right now publicly so thank you mom for everything that you're doing to support your daughter's dreams and when you say I know I can do anything I love that quote so much by you because when you have that kind of spirit and drive as a young child I just the sky's the limit sweetheart You just keep on, keep on speaking out your dreams out loud, telling mama and going after them. So I'm just, I'm very proud. So there are a lot of people that I know that sometimes they might have a dream, but they keep it inside and they don't always go after their dreams. What kind of words of encouragement could you give to those people? So, what words of advice would you like to share with people, like to help them if they might be scared
0: to go after their dreams?
2: Well, if they're scared of their dreams, of their dreams that they don't think they can do it, they can have a little talk with the, with the, with some people that they know, and if that makes them feel better, they could do it. And, and pray.
1: And pray. And I think surrounding yourself by people that believe in you, it's really good because then it helps you to move forward and then they can help you build the things around you that you need to keep going after your dreams. So I love that advice. Everybody listening, y'all take that advice from one, then go out and talk to people and help, you know, just share what you want to do and let other people help you. So, I already asked you what keeps you motivated to stick to your goal. But if how many books have you read, like total, since you started this this year? Uh, I've read. Three, three, three. Whoa, let's say that number one more time 353. Three. Oh, 353 books. Guys, I'm just like amazed at the progress and the time that you're putting into this. I love the video that you have when you're reading about biscuit.
2: That was the first recording I did.
1: You did very well on that recorded. Were you nervous? No. See? Guys, all of my listeners out there who always they'll they'll email me and they'll say I'm nervous about video. I'm nervous about getting my voice out there. Y'all Take London's advice go out there and chase your dreams and have that courage have it I'm just I'm just so impressed with that courage that you have So that was your first video and now you're making those Wednesday videos to doing your words of the week and your Sunday stories so let's see what's been your favorite experience so far? Like. So during
2: some of my favorites were Biscuit and the Baby. Love that. Uh, I liked I Am Royalty.
1: Oh, I haven't read that one.
2: That is by written by T.K. and Nicole's, and Biscuit and the Baby is by Melissa Satin Capuchini. I also like. Indigo Bloom
1: by, by Kwame Alexander. Oh, I love Kwame Alexander. I read him at the high school.
2: <laughs> and
1: I like to read The Day the Cranes Quit
2: by Drew Daywalt written by Oliver Jefferson. This was really funny. And then we have
1: a part two. The day the crayons quit. The day the crayons came home, is that what that one says?
2: Yes. And I have two more. Chunky and the obies. Ooh. Written by Joseph R. Vivian. And the cat the candy conundrum.
1: Oh, the candy conundrum? Ooh.
2: Written by
1: Joseph R. Vivian. I'm making a list of your books on the side here because my classroom sits in a public library and I have access to shelves every single day. So, tomorrow, if I had to go pick one of those books that you listed, what would be the one book you would recommend for me to go check out from the library tomorrow out of all those stacks?
2: Mm, I would put
1: this. Up. Let's see. The candy conundrum. Okay. I've started on my list. I've made a big circle around it. And I am definitely going to go and check that book out of the library. And that one's going to be on my book list. Guess how many books that I've chosen to read this year? As oh, no. 70. I'm doing wow. 70 this year, and I think I don't count them off the top of my head. I have a Pinterest board, and I take the covers, I take a picture of the cover, and I put it on, and I let Pinterest count it for me. <laughs> so I, I need, I think I want to do the stickers though. I think I'm gonna go to the party store and I'm gonna get me some fun stickers, maybe some Harry Potter stickers or something, and I'm gonna make myself a 70 goal. I'm gonna take a picture of it. I'm gonna send it to your mom and I'm gonna do myself a sticker chart. Can I take your idea? Yes, it's fine. <laughs> I think I actually am gonna put a sticker chart up. So I'm making a list. Not only am I gonna get the candy conundrum, I'm gonna get me some stickers. Because then I can keep up with my 70 goal, and it can help motivate me.
2: And also, so that I can keep on track, I have this little book, so I can write down all the stuff I read.
1: Look at your planner. And so those are your book titles? Yes. And
2: I, I write what books I liked, and how many books I read, and what day it is and my goals on the side, too. Mm
1: -hmm. That is very impressive. Mm -hmm. Look at her sample of her planner. All right, guys, y'all got a lot to work on. Not only do we need to get our stickers, but we need to get it going, and we need to set goals because goals are very important. And when you're, you're already at, Over 300 books, you're almost at 400 books, and you've got until January. What happens if you meet your goal early before January the 8th? You're gonna keep reading, yes. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. Okay, so do you get your books from the library like I do?
2: Well, some of the books I read I get from the library, and Awesome. Others authors send to me.
1: Wow, listen to you with your connections with other authors. Well, I and,
2: yeah. like these two authors uh, uh, gave this to me.
1: Wow, did you meet them somewhere or did you email them? How did you get in touch with them? Well,
2: at the um, California Book Festival, I went to their stand and I got these two books
1: awesome i love it i think i saw one of your instagram posts where you were posing with someone at the book festival i remember seeing that on your instagram so what did you think about the festival
2: i saw i had a great time
1: you did you liked it
2: Mm -hmm. yes oh and i forgot i got this book too
1: Let me see, ooh, I love the cover of that. Frenzy's light, okay, I'm writing that one down too. All right, I've got a whole stack of books that's gonna get to go on my 70 list and I can say that they came from London's recommendations because I love to get recommendations for people on what are some good books to read.
2: Oh, and I got a few new books that I like too. I got Wonder Woman. Oh,
1: Wonder Woman.
2: And Harriet Tubman.
1: Oh, lovely. Yes. And I love the history books like that. I really like reading those. So, have you already read those books or are those books on your goals to read? I already read them. Oh, okay. So, Let me ask you, really, while you were thinking about you wanted to set your goal, when you thought about those other children that might not have that access to books, did that just get you right in your heart? Was that something like, like what made you think of other kids when you were talking about the goal? I just love how you've combined your love of reading it's your love of wanting to help people.
2: Well, that idea me every, every time I see somebody that doesn't have a home, I just feel bad, so I keep I'm trying to help.
1: Right. And so you say, well, if they might not have a home, they might not have a book, and they might not have a bookshelf."-hmm.: Right. And when I was growing up, I yes. was so lucky because guess where my house was? I, I grew up in a very small town and guess where my house was located? Guess what was right beside my house? The library. How'd you know?
2: Because <laughs> you get a lot of books.
1: So my house was right across the street from the library. And so I was constantly going over to the library. And even though I didn't have a lot of money to buy books, I was so close to the library. I was like right there. And now when I think about it, I think about all of the kids that I know that I work with at my high school, that they don't have books. There's a lot of kids even in high school that they don't have books in their homes and they don't really do a lot of reading other than what they have on their phones. And, you know, every day, you know, I say, we've got to read, you need to read. And so I love that as you as a third grader, that you're so motivated to help and get this mission out there because you know how important books are.
2: And that's the thing.
1: Seven kids can't get to a library at all. I know. I, I've not really thought about that until your readathon. Like I thought about, it started bringing back library memories for me when I knew I was going to have you on the show, and I knew that you're wanting to give books away. I'm like, that's something that we all should be doing. We should all take our books and give them away to help other people. There's a lot of people I know that they'll keep books forever and ever and ever and they'll hold on to them and they'll say this is my, you know, these are my favorites, but then if we could give them away, we give an opportunity for somebody else to love a book.
2: Oh, like, um, your library memories are reminding me of my house right now. I literally can walk to the library too.
1: See? And so I call that we're lucky and we're just blessed because we live in a community that has that. And so by you doing this readathon, you're helping kids that don't have that. That's amazing. Yep. Yeah. And I think that that is some amazing work. Because, so tell me, I know I've got a question for you. Why do you love books so much?
2: I love them you can learn. You can have a lot of imagination and you can, and you can like just like the pictures or the words or how they wrote the book. Exactly. Or it might be the genre.
1: Do you have a particular favorite genre? Mm. Or do you just like reading bunches of things?
2: I only have two, two of them. I just like, I like health, and I like fiction.
1: Good. All right. So with health, do you like to read about um, proper eating, how to take care of yourself? Are those things that you like to read about?
2: I just like to read about all the health stuff. Good.
1: Awesome
2: because I want to be a um, baby doctor when I grow up.
1: So there we go. There's your health, okay. So I, hey, I'm telling you, I truly believe that I can do anything and a thousand books is just the beginning. I'm gonna use that quote of yours for a long time coming and being that baby doctor, I can see you now, Miss Pediatrician out there and then that means that I'll get to take my grandbabies to you and you can help take care of my grandbabies and give them those shots. How about that?
2: Actually, oh, Dr. Andy is gynecologist.
1: Oh, do you? So you want to be that kind of baby doctor. Wonderful, yeah. dear. Awesome. Well?
2: I want to do that because um, babies are really cute.
1: Yes, they are. So then that means maybe that you can help bring my grandbabies into the world or just all think about all of the people that you can help. I just love it that you know that you have a heart for service. You have a heart for service for literacy and knowledge, and you care about people. And that is that is so important. So what's next for you? What, what's up with you? What do you think's next for you?
2: Mm, that, I don't really know yet, but it's gonna, I'm gonna think about it.
1: How about summer? Is summer coming up for you? Mm-hmm. So with summer, you got any special plans? You gonna
2: I, I'm gonna go to my dad's house and there I think I might do a lemonade stand.
1: Awesome, wonderful.
2: Little sister and my big brother.
1: That sounds like a really good plan. And I bet you're gonna have a bunch of books around you as you're selling lemonade. <laughs> mm-hmm. So tell everybody out there how they can connect with you.
2: Well, they can connect with me on my um, website, londonsreadathon.org. Instagram, London's Readathon, Facebook, Um, and twitter
1: and so guys that awesome website that your mom put together that is a super wonderful website and i'm gonna put all of the links and everything too so you guys can just click on and go find London, go support her calls, because you've got a donate button on that website that we all need to push as soon as this video is over. So tell us about the donate button. How does it work?
2: Okay, so for every book I read, I want people to donate a book so we can buy one.
1: Awesome. So you
2: so can donate money or books.
1: So, so guess who's getting ready to donate? I'm waving to you because I want to donate to your cause because I truly am so grateful that you have taken this on and have this mission to help children with their literacy that I, I can do my part by sharing your story, but it's more that I can also donate and I can have, a donation in honor of my children. So that means that when I hit that donate button, I'm gonna hit a donate button for my kids too. That way they can contribute to your cause as well.
2: Thank you so
1: much. Oh, thank you, Um, Debra.
2: And you can donate monthly as, or as one time donation.
1: Okay, so as soon as I get on that website, I'm gonna, I'm gonna copy all of the links. That way everybody will be able to find you and support London's Readathon. So I would love it if you would tell everybody your favorite Bible verse.
2: My favorite Bible verse is Psalms chapter 20, verse one through five. I like it because of the last the last verse. May the Lord and grant all your requests.
1: Awesome. Awesome. All right, sweetheart. I want to thank you so much for joining us on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast. And we're gonna we're gonna close out by saying that we challenge you to go out and read something inspiring today and then share it with the world. So thanks for joining, London and I. Bye, London.
0: If you're looking for my challenge devotionals on Amazon, go right on over and type in Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry and you'll see my 30-day everyday mom challenge, my 30-day teacher challenge, fingerprint curriculum for my home school families, and one that's closest to my heart is the Happy Renewal Year Challenge devotional. I dare you to go and check them out today. You can also find that they're on Kindle Unlimited because I want you guys to have access. I often put them up for free uh, promotional items. I'll do countdowns. Um, So that way, you can grab one. You can gift them with a friend. You can share them out on your sites. And people can go on this journey with us. In December of 2019, look out for the release of my author challenge devotional. I'm looking forward to that one and sharing it with you.